Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, today, we are talking about Season 2, Episode 2, Hashtag Turned Up. Ooh. And, of course, when we're going to talk about getting turned up, I've got to have the most turned up person I know. Hey. My roommate, <laughs> Emilio Velasco. Hey, what's up? Back hey. in, in the home studio of our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my room. No. Yep. Brought him out. Let him out of his cage. And Not he's doing just fine. Yeah, doing great. <laughs> Got my Pepsi, got my water. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Today's a sober episode <laughs> for hashtag turned up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't go down to the tracks it today. Was sobering. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We it were was a little sobering episode. It is. It is. It is a sobering <laughs> episode for sure. You still want to fuck Zig? <laughs> so much, especially during yeah. that basketball scene. Oh, sweaty ass back. Yeah. Except my question was, why is he so sweaty right now? Aren't they still in school? <laughs> like, does he have a whole new alpha he's gonna? Put I on? was but confused because anyway. I was like, wait a minute. Some people are in class. Y'all are just outside. Did they give you recess? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in. And you're just going to get sweaty as hell and then have to go back in? Like, that's disgusting. Fucking straight boys are gross. Maybe he'll shower. (laughs) We didn't see that scene. No, we didn't. Um, All right, so we open at the Hollingsworth Cabana with Miles Hunter and Mrs. Hollingsworth. And everyone is complimenting Hunter a little too hard. Uh, Mrs. Hollingsworth is telling him that he looks so handsome. uh, When, to my knowledge, I'm pretty sure he's wearing... Pretty much what he always wears. Right. Um, but both her and Miles are like really buttering him up, uh, talking about his first day back at school after suspension. Uh, Hunter says that he thought he'd put in a little effort on his first day back, <laughs> and he wants to get to school ASAP because he wants to talk to Yael, uh, and he has to meet with Mr. Simpson first. Miles gives Hunter one of his more dadly hugs and adds to the suspicion, and yet Hunter doesn't seem to think anything is weird just yet. So much so that when Hunter walks away, he even does like a weird like eyebrow thing. Like, did you guys notice that? <laughs> like after they hug, he no. like walks towards the camera and he's kind of like, um, I don't know, eyebrows. I don't know how to describe it for our listeners at home. Hopefully <laughs> they like, watch still it. still got it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, he was like, yeah. yeah. Got broke from my hug. Um, a hug from my brother. And Frankie's not there because she's at some emergency volleyball meeting, but no one has any idea about the racism. They're just like, Frankie's not here. Mm-hmm. We don't know where she's at. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, her family doesn't. Right. Know. They don't give a shit. Like they, they. She probably hasn't told them because she's like, it was just a prank. It's not a big deal. Yeah, she doesn't seem to think it's a big deal at all. No. So yeah, they, they're not. No one's on high alert about Frankie and her, her racism. They're just like, let's <laughs> trick Hunter. Well, let's see. Hunter brought a gun to school, so they got bigger fish to That's fry. That's true. <laughs> right. A That's little true. more serious. <laughs> like it feels like they're just like putting out like little. Little like breadcrumbs for Hunter, like come here, Hunter, come yeah. here. Come here. Like, oh, you look so nice today, <laughs> Hunter. So oh wow. You wash your hair. Yeah, yeah. So they're just you know luring him into the car mm-hmm. unsuspectedly. So we pull up in front of the mental health facility. And they are so engrossed in the discussion that Ben Affleck could absolutely not play Batman mm-hmm. that Hunter didn't realize they weren't going to school until they pull up right in front of the <laughs> mental health mental health facility, um, which I thought was odd because it's like, <laughs> are they next? Are they, is that place is that next right to the next, school? Listen, at this point, <laughs> like, I know he was turned. 
They might as well right. Be. They might as well add a wing to the school. They yeah. might as well be part of the school. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, I get Hunter was like turned around, like, no man, there's just no way Ben Affleck could play Batman. He like, has no idea that he's <laughs> no. not on the same route that he always Literally. goes. Literally, and then he turns day. back around and he's like, what the fuck? Where are <laughs> we? <laughs> Which, if Hunter would have just waited a little bit before he went crazy, Ben Affleck would have dropped out of playing Batman anyway. So. Wait, did he? I thought he did play <laughs> he Batman. He did two movies, and now he doesn't want to do it anymore. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So Hunter should be happy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he would just wait a little bit, he wouldn't have to get so <laughs> mad about it. <sighs> yeah, I know, right? I'm surprised he didn't punch through the window. I know, right? Like, Batman! Miles! No! <laughs> ben Affleck cannot! <laughs> he just, like, kicks out the front windshield. <laughs> that would have been wild. That would have been accurate. Um... So anyways, uh, Hunter is super pissed that he's being put on a psychiatric hold because he brought a weapon to school. And again, he's mad because Miles told on him. So next we're in class with Frankie and Shay, and they are discussing how dumb it is that other teams are refusing to play them. And Frankie also wants Shay to justify that she's not racist. Uh, that school is called the zoo. We painted them as animals. Which she doesn't recognize is racism and dehumanization. Like, right. Already. They're not called the zoo for no reason. No, right. exactly. Yeah. It's not. The reason is racism. Yeah. Like, it was very interesting to see. I mean, obviously, we knew Frankie was going to be dumb about and ignorant on racism. Right. But like to see Shay be it, too. It's like mm-hmm. it kind of shows you like sometimes you feel so far removed even if it's something that you should be offended by that you're like wait what (laughs) right yeah like we talked about that in the last episode that like i i think that shay has so many white friends that Mm -hmm. if nobody's discussing it it might be something that like she the whole last episode was feeling irritated and annoyed with her friends but she like couldn't exactly place why yeah exactly like she knew she was an like she knew something was wrong but she couldn't quite figure out what it was Mm -hmm. they were doing that was pissing her off Mm mm-hmm so yeah, there's definitely more of that in this episode. Shay is talking about how both she and Frankie, as her co-captain, can explain that they are not racist to the other captain of Northern Tech, uh, while Frankie is telling Shay what Shay needs to say to them. <laughs> After a bit of discussion, Frankie says that she can't go to the apology meeting because she has to visit Hunter, to which Shay is you know, very, very concerned mm. and a good friend and mm-hmm. is like, oh, I understand. Um, and then suggests that they can move the meeting so that they can both be there. But then, oh, Frankie, that little bitch. <laughs> she's like, you know what? Mm, ooh, ooh. Actually, I don't think I should go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did it. <laughs> well, but, when you know, guys, I think we can all agree when it comes to apologizing for racism, it's best to let the people of color handle it. <laughs> like, y'all are good, <laughs> right? Like you got, you yeah. know, you know about racism, so y'all can just. Oh God, you know. I'm trying to imagine Frankie apologizing, and it would be so bad. We see Shay finally starting to connect the dots, and she asks Frankie if she's the one that drew the monkey. Frankie fesses up to the entire prank because she thought of it in the first place, and to drawing the monkey itself, but makes Shay assure her that she's not racist. <sighs> And and makes her you know and makes Shay assure her that she will go ahead and clean up her white person mess for her. <laughs> you know I'm not racist. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and and like, but like you got this right. Like we're good. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Her trying to pawn this off on Shay. Like <laughs> yeah, it's 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 rough. Like that and the needing to be reassured. You know I'm not racist. Right. This is all so typical. And it sucks because I think it's also, I mean, more so than Frankie just being white, the fact that she's rich, like, Mm. 
mm-hmm. it, it couples with the fact that you know that she's never had to own up to any actions probably in her entire life and anything wrong that she's ever done it's like her parents have probably covered up for it mm-hmm. oh totally because even thinking back to like so I don't, you you didn't watch this i don't think but so like the episodes in uh the next generation or whatever where they were selling their nudes mm-hmm. and her dad actually did kind of try to throw her under the bus for it but like she didn't even end up doing that like even though she was part of the nudes oh yeah ring grace was or no no grace? no uh frankie, frankie? yeah she, oh boy. yeah <laughs> who paid for her nudes <laughs> uh weirdly hunter, hunter on accident <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> We're pre- they never say that Hunter got them, but like the like she takes it, she takes the picture, and then it like shows up on Hunter. Phone. Like yeah. she doesn't see it, but like yeah. it's just the instant, oh, like boy. the instantaneous of it that you're like, oh my god, oh, I think right. I think Hunter just got Frankie's news, <laughs> and he didn't seem mad about it. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think adds to why he's in a, on a psychiatric twins. old. You know those twins. He was pretty fine until that. He I got think her that, nudes. I think that <laughs> was. what sent him over listen, the edge. Listen, who amongst us wouldn't that send us over the edge? No. Yeah, I don't want my siblings nudes. No. Yeah, I'm all set. No, thank you. I'm, Bethany's at home being like, fuck you. <laughs> send you my nudes. <laughs> I'm send them all, the, all day. That's right. I'm proud of my nudes. <laughs> I was going to say quickly. Yeah. I think the difference here is that what we're seeing and like this kind of the, the and like kind of this episode in summation is like just because Frankie didn't do it with racist intentions, she's, it's still her privilege that needs to be checked. Right. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, girl, just check your privilege, which like I get it. She's like, what, 14, 15? Mm-hmm. They don't really know what that is, but it's right. like kind of what we're seeing now in society when like a celebrity does something really stupid and like semi-racist and they're like, um, well... I don't think it was racist because I didn't mean it to be racist. And it's like, well, honey, that's your privilege that you have is not knowing that, you know, people of color were drawn as uh, like primates and monkeys and Mm -hmm. chimpanzees as a form of like, you know, putting them down. That's something that you need to check. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you can apologize for it. And like, you don't have to say like, I'm sorry for being racist. Just say, I'm sorry that I made a racist mistake. I didn't know it was racist. But don't do it with that tone. No, right. I'm saying like, this is me telling her what to say. No, not with that tone. Like, yeah. I'm going to try that. It's like. I'm sorry. I made a racist racist mistake. mistake. It was one time and maybe another couple of times. No, but it's just like, it's the difference between like checking your privilege and like actually doing something with mal and Right. Right. Because the people who do racist things on purpose are like, hell yeah, I did it. It was racist. Yeah, 100%. Everybody else is just out here like fucking up. Oh, some of them gaslight you. Yeah, that's true. Some of them are like, no, I wasn't racist when it's like, no, that is so clearly racist what you're saying. And then they say they aren't, and it's this total thing to gaslight you into like just shutting up and accepting their racism. But yeah, later on they kind of touch on uh, impact versus intent. Oh, yeah. And like how you don't have to intend something to hurt somebody. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. Like if I was just casually walking down the street and I stepped on your foot, and you were like, oh, sh- what the fuck? You stepped on my foot. Right. You wouldn't I wouldn't be down. like, um, are you calling me violent? Yeah. <laughs> I would never step on someone's foot. <laughs> like, I wouldn't react like that. Oh yeah, that's, that's a really good way of putting it for sure. Yeah. Um, My ex, Luis, I remember he was so fucked up that like we'd be walking down the street and 
if he noticed that like somebody wasn't paying attention, like mm-hmm. say looking at their phone or something like that, and most most people that like you know aren't like say Luis or Hunter would go, oh, I have registered that that person is not paying attention and I'm going to step to the side. But he would not. He would like full force like knock into them and be like, watch where you're going. But now be like, you were looking. You saw them. He was like, well, they weren't looking. And I'm like, like, would you do that with a car? Sir? Yeah. Like, I'm like, but at some point, like, can we just not? Can we not do that? It's only going to escalate. Like, oh, what God. if he's flying a plane once? Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, um. That, pl- that building was in my way. No, starting to register unhealthy behavior but that's apparently like a common thing in in men though to like yeah. not yeah, move when they see you coming and there's like a bunch of women who are like i just stopped moving and we slam into each other oh i know i am the queen of like um look if you're gonna man spread like i'm definitely gonna comfortably woman spread because like <laughs> our th- our thighs can touch all day long honey right. doesn't bother me i took a lot That's of acting I, classes i do that too like if i see if it's the only seat left and someone's mm-hmm. like sitting with their thighs open i'm like first of all you're about to close them because i'm a guy anyway and so i like will i'll like go to take off my backpack and sit in that scene they're immediately their legs like close like oh, even God. just like an mm-hmm. inch or two and then i'm like yeah yeah. Like, what are you gay? And he's like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, I'll show you a man spread. <laughs> mm, reminds me of ham spread. Mm, <laughs> All right. My favorite New Hampshire food, a delicacy, ham salad, aka ham spread. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna call it when I when I when you woman open spread. I'm like, here comes the ham spread. Oh, boy. I'm, gonna, I'm done. Roast beef debris is everywhere. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, it's just a couple of my nicknames. <laughs> roast beef debris. That, those, are, those are my wrestling move names. Yeah. Ham spread and roast beef Homes, debris. Ham spread and roast beef debris. So now we're in front of the school and uh, Maya is talking to Tiny and Grace, whose name I sadly couldn't remember when I was taking notes. I don't know if you noticed this, Jesse. I've read them, but I was like, I was like, let's see. Maya, Zig, Tiny, and Sick Girl. Why can't I remember her name? <laughs> Fuck, it's Grace. Like, damn it. Fuck. Like, I, I just, you what know. She has cystic fibrosis, right? Yeah. She does. She has CF, and I couldn't remember her name for the life of me. Um, Anyways, so Maya's chatting with Tiny and Grace about some girl who's being really rude. I wanted to know who they were talking about. I I wrote Heather Sinclair. Oh, I bet they were (laughs) talking about Heather Sinclair, that bitch. And she's still in school. Yeah, (laughs) she is. Still at that school talking shit. She's like a mysterious janitor that's just in the background (laughs) of the scenes, and she's like... Talking shit, Mm -hmm. spreading lies. That's it. Uh, Zig approach and greets her by calling her beautiful and hugging her and giving Maya a kiss on the cheek. Tiny asks if they're back together. Grace asks if she fell through some time-space continuum. (laughs) Maya says she'll talk to them about it later. Ouch. Mm, Yes. She then tells Zig that she wishes that he hadn't told everybody they were back together, which confuses Zig, because even though it was never established that they were, he thought they were. But either way, they decide that they will talk about it later that night. Oh, Zig. I know. My little sweet Zygmunt. His so, so government entitled name. to his Maya. I know. <laughs> That's his government name? Zygmunt. Zygmunt. Oh, I know. boy. <laughs> I'm rethinking yep. everything. <laughs> oh, you don't want to give birth to Zygmunt Jr.? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, poor, poor Zig. He just... He I mean, poor like, him, but also not poor him because he cheated on her. So. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't get it. Like, he just... He truly is like a dumb puppy. He is. Yeah. Like... He doesn't know anything. Dude. Remember the whole chat about consent that y'all had? About, right. Like, oh, that, that applies to other things besides just sex. Like, you can't just assume, like, oh, well, we kissed. 
So right. we're Back getting on. married again. Right. Like we literally didn't fix any of the problems in our relationship. I still cheated on you. Like, but we're good. Yeah. So I feel like I used to be such a zig that anytime I would like have a romantic interaction with a boy, I was just like, we're going to be together. And <laughs> 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 uh, would like immediately be like, <laughs> this, is- this is this guy is the one like we're going to be together. I was so stupid. <laughs> Man, I was doing this dumb thing for a couple years where I'd be like, okay, if um, I'm not going to sleep with you until you're my boyfriend. But it turns out like I just like sex. So right. I would like still end up sleeping with a dude after like two weeks. Mm. And then I'd be like, okay, so we slept together. Oh, you're no. my boyfriend. <laughs> like, uh-huh. You pull a zig. Yep. That's how I ended up with Nate. Oh, oh boy. Like, yeah. So anyways, um, lesson learned. It's okay to enjoy sex. <laughs> you don't have to be in a relationship to enjoy sex because sometimes it forces your hand into an awful relationship that you shouldn't be in. <laughs> Where the man tells you you're not funny, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm not funny, you're not funny. <laughs> Nobody tells me I'm not funny. <laughs> so I can't wait to get all the comments, um, you know, on our Instagram and everything, and be like, but you know what, Carly, you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're just inviting. I know. You just opened that Pandora's box yourself. I'm like, somebody tell this bitch she's not funny. I know, right? I'm just crying. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do the podcast. Anymore. What did I do? What did I do? Oh. Uh, uh, thank God we haven't gotten negative feedback yet. <laughs> yeah, please, please be nice to us. We're very fragile. Right? <laughs> we're fragile creatures. <laughs> uh, that's right. We, but we will also block your ass. You're just done. We can't record anymore. Like, right? We can't take the Somebody's heat. like, can can I offer a suggestion? Blocked. <laughs> I was just gonna say something you could talk about. <laughs> I really enjoy it, but blocked. blocked. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, yeah, we're blocking out the haters. We've got spoons on our eyes. We're literally blocking everyone and just like making it for us. <laughs> That's what Jax does on Twitter. If you yes. even say anything remotely negative, he blocks you immediately. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And if you compliment him, he treats it like you're insulting him. Yeah. Like you could be like, I just think you and Brittany should do therapy off the show. And he'll be like, you're blocked. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't perfect. But he'll also he'll also post that tweet and be like muted and blocked. It's like you don't have to do both, Jack. Anyway, we're going. Sorry for the loss of your father, Jack. Muted and blocked. Yeah, no, honestly, it's like insane. Oh my god, makes me laugh though. But you know what? He's probably living a much more positive life. Mm. Honestly. So next we're at the check-in at the hospital and uh, we hear a voiceover of the nurse asking Hunter psychiatric evaluation questions and Hunter saying he doesn't belong in a place full of crazy people as they show him removing his belt and being walked through the facility. So can I just say when he started removing his belt, I flashback to Miles starting to undo his belt at the restaurant. Oh, when he was going to show them their dick? Yeah. Show them that dick? <laughs> and I thought that's what Hunter was about to do. <laughs> Are you, you thought he was, ha- that was his psychotic break? He was, was like, I'm yes. not crazy. Look at my dick. Yes. Not that he was going to be like, you want crazy? I'll show you crazy. Basically, yeah. Yeah. That's what, wow, no, that's funny. Because that. I, I was like, oh yeah, they take your they take your belt and your shoelaces, right? Like it's prison or something. Yeah. They don't want you it to wasn't until he mentioned that that I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I that is not the flashback I thought you were gonna say, Jesse. But yeah, no, that makes sense. So then Hunter gets brought back to his dark as fuck during the day room. Um, anyone notice that? Yeah, like, it was like he was genuinely in prison. Mm-hmm. Literally, it was like, are you in a basement? Like, like not even prison, like solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah I was like, and even the light that was on above his bed was like super dim. It was like, what is I was this? Like, wouldn't room? they have like a brighter room to keep their spirit? You, that's what I'm saying. But, you would I mean, think they would no be a little expert. more perky. Yeah. I don't know, but I was like, this is literally yeah a dungeon and um it's dark as fuck and it's the middle of the day so anyways so he begs his mom to get him out of there but she insists that it's for the best she's not emotional or anything about leaving him there because she's probably got hot yoga to get to (laughs) if i had to assume she's too busy trying to get back with her dad their dad right literally she was just like (laughs) you're fine bye hunter see you later see you at christmas which is a year from now since it's past winter break Um, but yeah, she, I, I was just shook that I was like, you're not going to be a little more emotional about I think she's just like one less mouth to feed under the house. <laughs> not even mouth to feed, just one less kid to be underneath my house. Right. <laughs> All her kids are such a damn messy. Right. She's like, you know what? One less, one less it's problem. We're going to have to pay copyright. <laughs> yeah. Just a little, give, give the listeners a little, a little smooth jazz of my voice. Because it's so, so. Smooth white jazz. Oh yeah. Here comes that angel voice. So I was committed a little over a year ago. I was having a hypomanic episode. And so it was kind of like semi-involuntary because I wasn't like lucid. I was only like lucid here and there. Like they would ask me every once in a while, like, what's your name and birthday and yada yada. And like I would come into lucidity and then I'd go right back out of it. And yours was because you hadn't slept in date. Like yeah. that was a major part of it, correct? I hadn't slept in four days and they said it it was a hypomanic episode, mm-hmm. which is like you got your manic episode and then you go in wild. Mm. Like I was going wild. Um, so I was like word vomiting all over the internet and in like the group chat <laughs> of me, Carly, Beth and Alyssa. Yeah. And you all were the ones who realized, like, oh, something's off right now. Yeah, cause, yeah, it definitely. It, it, I mean, like, I mean, sadly or whatever. I think it took us probably like two days, mm-hmm. and then we all started kind of. We had we opened up a text without you, and we were like, mm-hmm. we're concerned. Yeah, something like something doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Right, like you had. I think you all had noticed, like. I was texting at all hours of the day when I normally yeah. be asleep and like it mm-hmm. seemed like I couldn't like what's going on there. Yeah, your thoughts weren't like nothing was complete. It was very like scattered and mm-hmm. but like also weirdly optimistic. Like so we were kind of like, oh, well, Jessie seemed like she's excited to like try some new things or whatever. Yeah. But then like nothing was a complete thought and it was just like it was just so much. Mm. Right. And I feel like I was just walls of text everywhere. Mm. Or like I was on Twitter and I'm like, tweet, 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 tweet. Like I was just, yeah, my mind was going everywhere. Mm. Um, so something that had happened in the middle of this episode was that I was talking on my local Facebook group, which is always a mistake. Oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> and I was saying something. I'm, I'm imagining your local your local Facebook group being like a, a Brattleboro buy and sell. <laughs> I mean, there, there are those two. There's one called like No Ranting and Raving. That's where you that, go that's to the rant one you were and rave. <laughs> you were ranting and raving. And I can't quite remember what I was talking about. But someone from the group messaged me and was like, said something like, everyone's watching you. 
god. Oh, like to see what I was gonna say or something like that because I had I would clearly yeah. put all my opinions on that place like. And so he said something along the lines of people are watching you. And I was like, oh, shit. And because I wasn't with it, my mind immediately went to, like, everyone in town is actually watching me. Like literally. Big Brother type yeah. of. Yes. Yeah. And I remember, like, pacing around in the living room and, like, looking outside for video cameras and shit like that. Like, I was off. Mm. Um, so, anyways, they brought me to the hospital. My mom and dad drove out and brought me to the hospital. And I was just, like mostly out of it they were trying to get me to just go to sleep on my own but I couldn't my mind was like going off into weird little worlds um and I thought like at one point I thought if I fell asleep like the world was gonna end Mm. or like a bunch of people were gonna die um I was also like at times just like thinking I was this terrible person and like accusing myself of all this stuff that wasn't real Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was something that you were texting a lot was like you were apologizing to us yeah. for things and we were like, you didn't do anything. Like, right. it, like it was very like, I'm sorry that I, that I, that, you basically was like, I'm sorry that I use you guys as like a a means to vent and we were like, we all do that. Like, right. there's that's no the need. That's text, Yeah, like there's, <laughs> you do not need to apologize for anything. Like, you're right. good. But like that yeah. was, yeah, you, we could definitely sense your paranoia because yeah, you were apologizing Literally, like, exact opposite of Hunter. You weren't pushing anybody or, like, right. threatening murder. You were like, I'm so sorry. And we're yeah. like, mm, you're good. <laughs> For what? Yeah. And you were like, um, um, everyone's fine. Eventually at the hospital, they had me in this room by myself. And I start just singing <laughs> and screaming out, like, quotes from movies. Like, this was what, this was a fun time. I enjoyed this. I was, so. wait, are you going to tell the part where it's like, you want a scene? I'll give you a scene. Are you? Oh, God. I don't remember really that. You'll have oh, to remind me of that. Rem- anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so I was convinced that. I was like on some game show oh, yeah. and I just needed to like yell out the right phrase or sing the right song and then they'd let me out. So I was just singing and screaming <laughs> like I went into the dining room with all the other patients at one point and I sit in front of this guy and I bang on the table and I go, Charlie, you can never go back from fucking all talks go to heaven. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that what? one, but I do know that one. I was just like... I'm just imagining you being like, Rocky loves Emily. Like, That's a jam. I wouldn't be love, surprised. Love three dentures. Right? Like random shit from our childhood. But so they were like shout outs to people. Like I would think mm-hmm. of somebody and I would shout them out like I was on TV. I would be like, this one's for you. It was foretold by the gyromancy. <laughs> uh, I think you... Well, I think you had told a story about... Like, because you felt, I don't know, one, like, one of, the, like, the outbursts, I think, I swear you said this, that you had, one of the outbursts or whatever that you had was that, um, like, you said you thought you were on a game show. You yeah. said you, you were sitting on a chair and that you screamed out, like, you want a show? I'll give you a show. <laughs> and, like, threw yourself out of the chair and onto the floor. No, yeah. Like, did you, okay, is that something that happened? Because I swear you said something so, along those lines. Yeah, at one point, I was in my head, I was telling myself, you're such a faker. You're faking this. You're just acting like a damsel in distress. And so I just start going like, oh, and like falling to the ground. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> and the nurses were like picking me up and I must have said something like that at that point yeah <laughs> at that point I was technically acting like I mean I gotta say Jesse all these things that you say you did are, are kind of things that we all do as a family when we get together like <laughs> you and Bethany I mean just shout out random quotes from movies I don't know it's it sounds like us so like sounds I feel like right. as much as we were worried about you I feel like if we'd been in the facility with you we'd be oh like God. this is great Jesse's hilarious <laughs> Part of me, oh, and there were definitely like cameras in some places. So I was like, oh, that's the camera. That's the hidden camera or whatever. There like, it is. And I was like imagining hidden cameras everywhere. It was ridiculous. At one point, and it was pump day. All right. What is Vanderpump? pump day? Oh, Vanderpump, Vanderpump day. Rules was on that day. <laughs> and did you know, like, were you coherent enough that you were like, I I'm knew, missing Vanderpump Rules? I knew it and it played part in my delusion at some point, I thought they were going to bring out the cast and surprise me. Listen, if, they're, uh, if those people are going to show up anywhere, it should be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, Lord knows that uh, James could use a break. Throw James right up. Throw Lala right in. Throw them all right on in there. They could all use a little breather yeah. and some right. therapy. There were so many different like stages of this thing. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't lucid until they finally gave me medicine to put me to sleep, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And they kept trying to get me to sign a form so that they could do that. And I thought they were saying they were going to kill me. Mm, <laughs> like, right. put well, you yeah, to sleep. I, can, yeah. I thought I had this wild idea that they were experimenting with assisted suicide. <laughs> and I was oh, like, Jesus. I was like, I'm not capable of making that decision right now. Like right. my social justice stuff kicked in and I'm like, <laughs> I can't sign that. I, I'm not like coherent enough. I don't um, consent. But so eventually they actually had to give me medication to put me to sleep because I could not fall asleep. I tried right. for hours and hours. It, I tried at home for days. I tried at my mom's house for like a couple hours when they brought me to the hospital. I was trying in different beds. Mm-hmm. Couldn't fall asleep. Um, so yeah, they forced, you know, forced me to sleep, quote unquote. And so the next day I woke up and it was like night and day. I was back you know, back to normal as you can be. Right. It was like you and reset your brain. Yeah. And everybody was like, couldn't believe the difference. Like, and then like, I snapped out of it like so that. quick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, yes, she is, but just in a more contained manner. Right. On purpose. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can never go home, Charlie. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh. And so then, yeah, being in there, like, it it was scary. And it was something that, like, since childhood, I, like, knew was going to happen. Mm. Because my grandmother had been committed. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother on my mom's side. Right, right. And it was something I always had in my head, like, I don't want that to happen to me. And then it did. And it, like, wasn't so bad mm-hmm. i think the worst part of it was the fact that people some people had boundary issues and i'm not someone who really stands up for myself very well so i just mm. sit there and like tolerate their ba- boundary violations mm-hmm. um to the point where i was like yeah i need to like go they kept me for six days they wanted to keep me seven and on like the fourth or fifth day i'm like yeah we need to start getting me working on getting me out of here yeah. because being around everybody is actually detrimental to my health, it feels like. Mm. Right. Yeah, I was freaking you out. And the the good thing was the food. Oh, oh really? Yes, the food was delicious. Really? <laughs> like, oh, can you commit me? <laughs> right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
Yeah, let me know what the menu. Let's see, let's see what the menu is. Yeah, Jesse, wait, can we can we look at the menu? Like, it's, it's... So Carly knows what day she wants to go in. Ooh, pop roast on Tuesdays. Oh yeah, let's do a Tuesday Wednesday combo. Well, no, what it was, you got a whole menu and you could pick what you wanted to eat. They wow. had you pick it oh, the day snap. before, and so you go down a list and you pick what you want for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it was good food, and I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean. I was like, hell yeah! And <laughs> that so, was like the upside, uh, you know, just for price points. Um, what's that versus like a hospital stay? Like if I <laughs> broke my leg, just curious. Like, <laughs> I mean, like if, if I'm gonna go for broke, which one should I do? <laughs> well, with my insurance, I got out of there after six days for six hundred dollars. Wow, that's actually not very bad. That's amazing. I'm shook. The bill before that, before insurance, would have been $10,000. Jesus oh, fucking Christ. All right. Well, actually, it sounds like it's going to be more economical for me to go into uh, a psychiatric ward. Yeah. So if you yeah, 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 yeah. Just break my spirit. Yeah. Which you've been, wor- you've been working on for, been working for years. For so. Minute, so, yeah. Well, I can't vouch for other hospitals. So This hospital had good food. So I'll ask Facebook for some recommendations. <laughs> go to the Brattleboro t- rants. No rants, no raves. <laughs> <laughs> very strict rules oh, no no playing uh sandstorm because it's no rants no, no raves, raves. <laughs> <laughs> no raves but yeah so to wrap it up i i got out after six days it was such an adjustment like i thought i was ready i got home and i was like oh my god everything's so overwhelming and all that mm. but you know i've been working with my meds for the last year or so And I think I'm finally in a place with them where I'm like even and like normal, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been a the meds journey has been the hardest part because finding the right combination of medicine takes months and months to years. Like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you get side effects and you have to like taper off and taper on. And it's just like that's been the worst part. But I think like, again, I'm feeling pretty good now. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it'll stay like that. And I don't have to adjust them anymore. But we'll see. But no, it's so great to hear you talk about this, because obviously, it is such a stigmatized thing Mm -hmm. in our country. And like, also, you know, it's like it causes people to they'll be on their meds and doing great, and then they'll they'll, think they'll get good. yeah they'll yeah. think they're mm. they're fixed they're cured it's and they'll get like off. It's like a like a flu. Where yeah, you're like, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, right? so right. I I always think it's so important to talk about and normalize that. Like, if you think about like the human brain as if it honestly as if it, if it, if it were an electronic, right. you know what I mean? Like mm. sometimes you have to turn it off and turn it back on. Like <laughs> it's like you need. We're, we need a reset sometimes, mm-hmm. right. you know, and how can we expect us to be fully functioning all the time when it's like sometimes we need to fix the literally the center of our body, mm-hmm. you know, it's like obviously the heart is the one that pumps the blood to everything, but the brain tells right. the heart to tells the heart to pump the blood and, and the brain is an organ just like any other organ which yeah. can get sick. And, exactly. But people, people have this weird idea that like you're in control of your brain, and I'm like, no, not all the mm-hmm. time. Like, no. your brain can do amazing things. Like with um, like bipolar, which is what I have. Like, I get aches and pains in my body because of the bipolar. Like, if I'm oh, depressed, I, I start that. getting aches and pains. Um, so yeah, I mean, the effect of mental illness on the brain is like. People just oversimplify it. They're, mm-hmm. you know, as we saw earlier today. <laughs> yeah. With one of my my friends 
who thinks you can just eat right and exercise and you're cured. But oh God, is he Scientologist? <laughs> That's what they believe. A yoga type. Oh. <laughs> um, Oh. Jesse, maybe it's, you just need to try hot yoga so you've never tried it before. <laughs> I'll sweat out the bipolar. I was going to say, I mean, like, as far as, like, the rest of the Hollingsworth goes, Mrs. Hollingsworth seems like she's pretty happy. She's pretty good. <laughs> she hasn't displayed any kind of, like, after her husband cheated on her and all that. Like, yeah. She, I'm, she, thinking, chill. I'm thinking those are happy pills right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe a little Quaalude. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make Quaaludes. I know, anymore. but you know they're rich. She can get oh, some. Oh, she could get some. Yeah. She could get some Quaaludes. Do you ever think about what it must have been like to have been a housewife in the 1950s and just been like... Out of your oh mind. Drunk and high <laughs> all the fucking time because you were low-key depressed and they were like, here you go. Right. Have some absinthe. And you're like, Woo-hoo! You're like, I'm just feeling pretty down and, you know, they're like, girl, I got you. Okay. <laughs> Cocaine? Let me give you this pill that'll take down a horse. <laughs> <laughs> You have kids? Great. <laughs> Put them to bed at 7.30. Pour yourself a nice martini. Oh, yeah. Take this pill. Or, or seven. Or right. seven. <laughs> Smoke a cigarette oh, while you're pregnant. You'll be oh, fine. Those must have been the days. <laughs> sure, your husband cheated on you and oh, hit you a little bit. And you but... stuck at home with 10 children. Though. But you were lit the whole time. And you had to wear, like... The most insane undergarments in the entire Hashtag world. Hashtag turned up. <laughs> that, that's the episode. That's yeah. the episode. Mm-hmm. Which I have no idea how that relates to the episode. Yeah. These episodes on this new, the next class always throw me for a loop <laughs> by what they're called. The next one makes, cause I don't I think I wrote it down. The next one is like check your privilege or something like that. Oh, yeah. So that oh, one makes that sense. One but, makes that's sense. Fine. but like this one, I'm like, yeah, turned <laughs> up. Not how I would describe it. Who yeah. is turned up here? Yeah. Um, I only I I do mention that like I think Lola hypes Zig up at one point, mm. but I also wouldn't say he's turned up. But anyways, yeah. right. But anyway, if we're talking about being turned up, uh, Emilio got really turned up on this next scene because we've got <laughs> Zig and Tiny playing some sweaty ass basketball. I just want people to listen to know I'm not like jacking it to these scenes <laughs> of Zig. <laughs> I'm a big fan, all right? But I was watching this on the bus on the way to work, so I wasn't just and like. And you didn't yeah, have I a I mean, huge that's what I do boner? on the bus, but I want to watching a teenager. <laughs> I mean, like, there's plenty of people that masturbate on the bus. Yeah, but I'm doing that on my own accord, not watching a show about teenagers. <laughs> it's just the, the the man who's manspread next to you. Yeah, exactly. So you can assert dominance exactly. in the situation. No, but yeah, I watched this on the bus to work, so I wasn't, like, heavy breathing and panting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, let's, I'm going to get you Dribble that up. ball, Zig. Yeah. Except I'm pretty sure it was traveling through this whole game. I anyway. thought the same thing. <laughs> they didn't dribble that ball he, once. He dribbled, he literally, it was literally just once. Yeah. I know. I was like, wow, just the one time? Okay. Okay. I, I think he did definitely uh, <laughs> a double dribbled for sure. He traveled or whatever. So as they're playing basketball, Zig continues to express the incorrect notions to Tiny as Tiny tries to bring him down to earth, which is weird because I feel like usually Tiny is like, yeah, but- um, yeah, like just fuck her. <laughs> he was very voice of reason. This he was, yeah. Yeah. Super he voice gave out like terrible sex advice like a while ago. Yeah. But like apparently now that he's with Lola, he, oh, yeah. he like even though his, his girlfriend's kind of a monster, um, he <laughs> is <Lola>. very <laughs> down to earth. <laughs> Um, but, and Zig is saying things like, she agreed to go out with me. And, Z- and Tiny's like, no, she agreed to talk to you. Mm. Um, but Zig wants to use the opportunity to treat her to a nice dinner with a group on mm-hmm. that he got. Yes, he did. Um, 
So I actually... Which I was like, that's more realistic because they are teenagers. No, like, okay. Yeah. So this is the funny thing is I want to talk... I have a I have a good story about uh, Groupon and dating. Um, so you remember James? That I'm talking to Emilio. Was James. A man of Indian. Indian, yeah. yes. Um, so this guy, it was so funny because whenever we go on a date, like he would be like, would you like to go to this restaurant? And I'd be like, oh, sure. Like, I'm, I'm always down to try a new place. And he'd be like, great, because I bought a Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he would just, like, scroll through Groupon. And he would pick new places to try based on the Groupon. Which, <laughs> I mean, thrifty. hey, I'm a practical gal. Like, he had a good job. He paid for the m- meals. Like, I'm not complaining. I'm right. happy to go. I don't care if you have a Groupon. I'm not judging you. <laughs> yeah. But so... Uh, what was particularly funny was this one time we went to this Mexican restaurant and the deal was like, you got, I think an appetizer, a margarita, and, uh, like you could pick any two entrees. Mm -hmm. So we get there and he notices that like one of the entrees is like $5 more expensive than the other entrees. So he's like, well, I'm going to check, but like, he's like, can I, can I get this one? And the waitress is like, yep, any entree. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. So I want to get like the chilaquiles, but they're, uh, they're vegetarian for some reason. And it was like, add chicken for $3. Mm-hmm. Now, even me adding chicken for $3 was still going to be less than his entree. Oh, so I'm like, oh, can I, can I get chicken on the chilaquiles? And the woman's like, oh, you can, but it, we are going to, you know, charge you that extra $3. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, he makes this joke and he's like, well, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> And the waitress walks away and I go, well, I guess you're not getting anal tonight. And he, when I tell you that, he like literally spit out his drink. Because <laughs> he was like, excuse me? Like, I was going to get anal? And I was like, not anymore. He's like, throw that chicken on there. <laughs> okay, throw that chicken, chicken on I'll there. I'll pay that $3. Give her the, the $3 chicken. She can have get, an extra margarita. All the chicken you got up there. <laughs> I'll buy her an extra entree. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, no, funny. I didn't give up my bee hymen to... Uh, for some chicken. No, not for no. some chicken. It's mo- it's worth more than $3. It's I know, <laughs> I know. Like, sometimes I just, I wonder about the kind of impression that I leave on men from other countries about <laughs> what it is that American white women are willing to do. Oh, yeah, so, and, and the more things that Zig says throughout this uh, scene is he, he says, you think she's going to dump me? And it's like, you're... You guys aren't together. Like, yeah, what do you mean? Did you. She did dump you. Like, what are you talking about, Zig? Anyways, and Tiny continues to be the voice of reason, reminding Zig that he did cheat, um, and that saying maybe it shouldn't be this hard if it was going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you're only 16, so you're probably not going to marry Maya. And that blew Zig's mind. It did. He was like, <laughs> "Wait, what?" Little dumb puppy face was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm not going to marry him. I mean, I thought, I just, okay. No, you're going to marry me. Is it then? I wish. I wish they would turn gay for each other. Zig and Tiny? Yeah. That'd be a love that'd story. Be cute, that'd yeah. be, yeah, yeah, that'd be a cute love story. Like, I feel like they could make it work, but, um, yeah. Yeah, Zig just being dumb, but showing up with that group on. Mm-hmm. And that sweaty back. Mm-hmm. He wants to get Maya. Mm-hmm. Sweaty back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's bringing sweaty back. Okay. <laughs> that he did. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next we're at the hospital again. Uh, with I call them the Hollingsworth brood. Um, Frankie and Miles are trying to make small talk with Hunter as he eyes some keys that a nurse weirdly left on the counter. That was weird. Yeah. 
Uh, Hunter asks to borrow Miles' hoodie, to which Miles isn't sure if he's allowed to give him that, bud. <laughs> like, he calls him bud. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that, bud. Total dad. Bud. I know. I know. <laughs> but, the right? But then Hunter insists that it's his fault oh, that he's God. in this hell mouth <laughs> to begin with. Wild. And the fact that he, like, I'm telling y'all, I watch with the subtitles. He called the hospital a hell mouth. No, he did. And then he said, you're going to let me freeze here, too? <laughs> yep, yep. Such, <laughs> such like, a guilt trip. Um... So I love it when he puts, like, okay, because of what Hunter is constantly wearing, Mm. the moment he put on Miles' sweatshirt, I was like, gay? Yeah, he looked looked completely like a different character. (laughs) He He looked like Frankie, kind (laughs) of. I know, I was like, we wear this pink-ass sweatshirt. But, like, why did he need the hoodie? I have no idea. Because to disguise oh. himself? Like, See, no. What I thought he was going to do is I saw him look at the keys, and I've seen this episode before, but I already forgot. I already didn't know what was going to happen. But I thought he was going to, like, oh, pretend to trip or something. Yeah. Like, do something to distract people and then, like, slip the yes. key in the hoodie. Right. Yeah. And, like then, that's... and then use that and then, like, slyly walk out. Right. Like, that that's what I sense. would do as a someone who regularly likes to scam things. That's what <laughs> I would have done. But, no, he... <laughs> Doesn't even zip up the hoodie, just throws that no. hood on and books. And, <laughs> and again, and puts the hood up as if, would would they think like, where'd he go? That's not a patient. Yeah. Right. He's got a sweatshirt on, it's got little danglies on it. But he's also sprinting away. Like, we, we took away his shoelaces and his belt. He can't get far. He can't have that sweatshirt with the danglies on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a hoodie is like trying to be like inconspicuous. Is that the right word for it? Yeah. yeah. Um. But it's like hot pink or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was and he put strange. the hood up. Like yeah. that looked extra suspicious. He's drawing he way more attention. Like, Frankie, let me borrow your skirt. Right. <laughs> That'll help me get <laughs> these I'm keys. Him, he should have been like, yeah, you guys want a show? I'll give you a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then been like, do you want to die? <laughs> He's gone into karaoke, I, I think, again. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, so super not suspicious at all. Hood up grabs the keys and fucking books it um and then he makes it to this final exit door that i i don't know if this was like a a psych ward thing or what because it said that it wouldn't open unless the alarms were sounding Hmm. and i thought that was interesting because i was like oh in america it's like yeah if you went through it the alarm would sound but that door specifically said it would not open unless the alarms were sounding Mm -hmm. So I was like, is that a Canada thing? Is that a normal thing in like a psychiatric uh, I was thinking it was a normal facility? thing because if it's like a door to go outside, like as an emergency exit, it would be like, okay, only if the fire alarm is going yeah. off, are you going to be able to get out of this door? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, if, if a person, like if he would have gone through it with, and this, like if it would have caused an alarm, like what you're, mm-hmm. what we're used yeah. to, he still could run outside and like God right. knows what he'll do out there. So it's like reverse i'm that. imagining he'd just make it into like a grassy oh, he would in area fall. like yeah. <laughs> no. be like where are you going there's he, n- he can't climb a fence a little oh no twig. no <laughs> yeah anyways it was, yeah we so we all agree that we're like what the fuck are you doing hunter yeah. like this was a bad was, plan as a narrative we knew he was gonna try to escape oh, yeah. somehow right yeah. oh it was yeah. obvious so now we're at Shay's house, uh, and Shay is warmly inviting the captain of Northern Tech, whose name is Kara, as we find out later. Is being very inviting, offering her water, very, very sweet. Um, <laughs> to which Kara says, "Of course they asked you to talk to me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I love is. Her. She is not here for white yeah, nonsense. She nope. Is not. Shay explains that she's one of the captains, but where's the other white co-captain? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shay didn't draw the monkey and Shay doesn't know, or, or sorry, and Shay didn't know about the prank in the first place. Mm-hmm. So her apology is useless. Northern Tech wants the people responsible to fess up. 
Shay expresses that it was a joke and that it wasn't a big deal, while the captain of Northern Tech gives examples of stereotype microaggressions that she faces all the time and asks if those are also jokes. And regardless of how the person meant to come off, it hurts, where a lot of people do mean that stuff mm. to be racist. Right. And a lot of people like that hear someone joking and thinks, oh, they feel the same way I do, mm-hmm. and it confirms all their biases. Exactly. Mm. She also tells Shay that she should be just as upset, if not more upset, because it was her team that did it. Northern Tech wants the person responsible to quit the team because how will things ever change if people aren't held responsible for their actions? Boom! Mic drop! (laughs) Shay is extremely conflicted. I mean, yeah, this this character, uh, Kara from Northern Tech, is... She's no-nonsense. Oh, yeah, no, she's fucking great. I like her. I love that she comes in with that no bullshit attitude of like, of course, mm. of all the people on that team, which there's plenty of people that are white on that team. Right. And who actually did the prank. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. And there's like, of course, they're sending you. And yeah, I mean, like you said, Jesse, one person makes a joke and everyone's fine with it. Then yeah, that's just confirming that it's okay to right. continue this. And also jokes are used like specifically to soften people to these concepts right right so for sure so next we're in the fancy groupon restaurant and zig is waiting and assuring the server that doesn't give a shit about zig uh that he's sure she's on her way uh maya then texts that she can't make it because of her geo project but she'll see him tomorrow quick scene nothing really to note yeah um Cut to the hospital. Uh, Hunter sits at a table drawing numerous pri- <laughs> drawing numerous <laughs> pictures of Yael like a goddamn creep. Yeah. While his therapist asks him if he has any if he has any more questions for her. I also noted like this stupid uh, continuity thing, but he's definitely drawing like entirely in marker. Like yeah. that entire thing is like the, her hair is red. Like it clearly is marker, but there's like a red crayon <laughs> next to the paper. And I just thought it was funny. Like, uh, I was like, bitch. He's you, very talented. Like, he's no crayon on there. You can make that crayon look like anything, girl. Also, when was it established that he could draw? He made a comic. He made a comic oh, that's way right. back. I'm sorry. Those nerds right. always can draw. Right. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> Do we stereotype him, Emilio? How are these things <laughs> ever going to get any better if we don't stop this? Um, little nerdy white kids can always draw. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Drawing and coloring were like one of the only things to do in the hospital. Like they had, uh, they had like a TV with a couple cable channels, and then you could like draw, read. Like there was very limited things to do. Doesn't sound bad. Doesn't sound bad. <laughs> I yep don't like that. <laughs> like, don't like it. Don't like not having my phone. I don't, I don't like that. I like to read. I, I could draw. I was so desperate for my phone the oh, whole time. We had like, we had two phones that we could use to call out, and we could call out whenever we wanted to, but like you needed a list of numbers, oh. and like you couldn't go to your phone to find numbers. Like they let me go to my phone one time because I needed to call work uh and it was like they were like they understood but they had the nurse like watching me right look for the thing as you're but yeah. as you're tweeting out your suicide note and you're like gotcha bitches <laughs> <laughs> oh god so yeah it's incredibly boring so drawing coloring that's what you do oh god yeah i, I think i'd I hate wanna, that i want to be super mad about that but. um so i, I don't know it, it, yeah i get it that you're allowed to draw and that's one of the few things but like Anybody else creeped out that he just is drawing lots of pictures of Yael? Mm-hmm. 
It's a yeah L collage. I yeah. wish like it was in his room and like on his wall it was just a bunch of pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like he'd only been there for a day, but that's all he's But it, and it's like not only just like multiple pictures of her, but like multiple pages that create one larger picture yeah, of yeah, exactly. L. <laughs> yeah. There's like pictures within that pig giant yep. picture. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm imagining. So anyways, Hunter continues to insist that he doesn't belong in a facility while the therapist rattles off a list of aggressive, unhealthy behaviors that he's been exhibiting over the past few weeks. He just wants to know what he has to say in order to get out of there because he has people to talk to. (laughs) The therapist then takes a stab in the dark that maybe he wants to talk to the girl he's been creepily drawing the picture of. That was funny. I know. I was like, this doctor's got some shade. Um, Anyways, uh, she tells him that if he does the work that she is asking him to do, that she can help him talk to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, which she just handed him like a little workbook and he's like you're giving me homework <laughs> like, what the vacation. fuck else are you gonna do Hunter like <laughs> keep drawing yep of pictures of Yael he's like I don't got any porn in here but I drew these pictures of Yael <laughs> my sister's nudes <laughs> <laughs> just the memories of my sister's nudes yeah. in my mind <laughs> So back to the fancy Groupon restaurant. And now Lola and Tiny are there. Lola is very sensually eating the fancy Groupon <laughs> meal. Like literally like chewing every bite like individually 26 times yeah. mm. and being like, mm, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And they're she not like, even eating. They're just staring at her. Nope. She literally says, if you ever cheat on me, this is where you're taking I me. Know, but, and I'm like, what was the Groupon? Was it just for one meal? Right. Like, right. what was this Groupon that she's just there being like, oh, yeah, I'm just so good. Sorry you guys couldn't eat. I'm drunk. I feel like it was for two meals, but Zig was like, I'm too depressed. Yeah, so she maybe. was like, I'll take both. I think she was. She was over there licking her chops, having a great time. Put them time. both on one plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, Zig is devastated that Maya stood him up while Tiny tries to reassure him that maybe she really did have homework. Lola asks to see the text. Then she lets Zig know, oh no, she totally stood you up. <laughs> she then continues to drag Maya and all of womanhood really by agreeing that it's Maya's fault Zig <laughs> cheated since she wasn't texting him back while on a trip with Jonah. She almost calls her a bitch, but then Tiny kicks her before all the little kids out there watching Degrassi hear the B word. (laughs) So I was like, what? Okay. Anyways, uh, Lola then hypes the shit out of Zig to think that it is in fact Maya's fault, while Tiny's like, but dude, you cheated. Um, Somehow Tiny became a feminist. Like, I I, I don't know, to Lola's like, pick me bitch. Like, I I, I don't know. Oh my God, yeah. Lola's being a super nightmare and oh, Tiny's like, uh, maybe Zig, you could be reasonable while my fucking girlfriend is trying to call your <laughs> ex-girlfriend a bitch. Listen, I was down for Lola hating on Maya, but yeah, that was a, a little wild. far. A that little was a far. wild response. She's like, wait, what? She didn't text you back for a day? For one night? While she was with a boy? Yeah, you totally should have like finger banged Zoe for yeah, sure. Yeah, you should go yeah. back and get some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she goes, thou shalt always text back is one of the ten commandments of commandments love. Of th- yeah. <laughs> That's a uh, wild line. <laughs> right? What is? What are, the other, what are the other commandments that like... If the if like you uh, if somebody slaps your cheek, show them the other cheek or something like that. Like you think she thinks that's, that's part not of it. A command. <laughs> what is it? If somebody smacks that booty, like smack the other cheek. What? What is it? Are you talking about the actual one or is that fun? Oh one? no! Uh, well, we're just gonna we're gonna riff on it. Okay. What is? Oh. What, love thy neighbor. That's what Zig did. That's what he did. That's the other one. That's number two. <laughs> 
thou shalt not take this booty in vain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's and that's what maya did if the glove don't fit you must acquit i think that's number nine that's, that's up there yeah yeah so uh basically yeah it's it's yeah. all maya's fault the I commandment mean. of love mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean we- it's not maya's fault but i do hate maya but that's a different story so zig being like she sort of made me cheat on her oh my god he like buys into that hype immediately. He really like, did. Yeah, you're right. He's like one of those people who like says something sexist or something and then goes seeking women to be like, no, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, you mean like uh, on Fox News when they get like one black person to be like, yeah. Trump isn't racist. And then like, see, we told you. See, we told yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. But then also Lola brings up her feminism and is like, she's a bad feminist. Oh my God, right. Things should be equal. And so she says something like, so she should feel equally responsible like for the relationship. <laughs> I know. Who the f- Lola? I'm like, oh girl. She makes it real hard to love her this episode. <laughs> That's why, see, that's why I'm always hating on Lola because I'm like, you're fucking stupid. Honestly, I think actually Lola and Zig should be together because they're both I fucking dumb. I don't think they should, yeah. They would be a good couple because they're both just they're fucking stupid. They might be stupid. too dumb to be together, though. Oh, my God. I'm- <laughs> Somebody's got to be driving that car, and I don't think it's going to be either of them, so. He could cheat as many times as he wanted as long as he brought her to nice restaurants. Back to the hospital, uh, Hunter has finished his little workbook, and he wants to see Yael. The doctor explains that that's, it's not that simple, um, but this is a great start. Hunter feels like she lied to him. The therapist starts to question Hunter's negative automatic thoughts and expresses that he might be depressed. But Hunter says he's not sad. He's pissed off. (laughs) He then begins throwing shit and screaming to which the therapist asks if he thinks this is a normal response. Uh, Hunter is then dragged away screaming, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he's, he's being taken away by those same, uh, nurse security guards who caught him trying to run away in the first place. I like that they used the same people. Continuity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that take care of business like yeah. that. I was, um, really glad that they have the doctor talk about how depression doesn't just present as sadness because mm. that's a huge like thing that people get confused about. But also people are like, I've been sad too. Like they don't understand A, that it's chronic, but B, that it manifests in different ways. Right. Like for me with mania, people think it's all like you're like psyched and you're running around spending money and you're on top of the world. For me, mania presents as like paranoia. Mm. Um, It can manifest as anger and aggression. Um, I think like anger and aggression are one of my big symptoms. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there will be times I just can't deal with anything. Everything, like, feels like it's coming down around me and, like, pisses me off so much that I get so angry. And, like, with medication and therapy, I've noticed that anger subsiding a little bit Mm. and me not having a much longer fuse now. Yeah, yeah. For Emilio and I, uh, mania presents itself as wrestling. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. 35. <laughs> Good one. <Yeah>. Slam. <laughs> we can end the episode here. <laughs> that was a great joke. <laughs> so we're back at Shay's house, and Shay is staring at the picture that Frankie drew. Her dad enters, and she asks if the picture is racist. After finding out that the girls they were drawing were black, he says, yes, then I'd say it was racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shay says the person who drew it isn't racist, but everyone's making a big deal out of it, so are they actually racist? Her dad goes on to explain the implications of comparing black people to monkeys went back to slavery, justifying that if they were seen more like monkeys than human, then they didn't deserve rights. 
He also expresses that the person who drew it was most likely ignorant because people who haven't experienced racism have a hard time understanding it and recognizing it. But Shay shouldn't feel obligated to take this all on herself. However, if she wants to stand up for herself, he'd be proud of her. Um, I wanted to say that Shay's parents are like super ass backwards about teenage dating. Um, but her dad did a great job of explaining yeah, racism. I was, like, I was like, I hope there's like little kids out there watching this who are right. like, what? Although yeah. I did want to say that I'm like, he did a great job of explaining it, but apparently he'd never explained it to Shay before yeah. up until that yeah. point. I mean, well, that's what I was saying. It's like, it's interesting that they did that, that they chose Shay to take this on because she's like, she is she a person of color? Like, yeah, is she black? Yeah, but like, that doesn't mean that every black person has experienced racism. You know, you can't, you know, mm-hmm. or at least that they know, like, right, mm-hmm. you know, that they've noticed or that they've yeah. like heard slurred. Right. Not every person's getting slurs right. like thrown at them and things right. like that, but she might have never. Like, her parents may have never been in a situation where they've been like, okay, we need to explain something to her mm-hmm. that she doesn't mm-hmm. understand. Yeah, well, because I think I think back to, like, uh, one of the first episodes where we see Shay interacting with Tiny, and she makes the comment that Tiny's smart, mm-hmm. and Tiny's like, why? Why is that surprising? Because I'm black. Right, yeah. And Shay is, like, super thrown by that, mm-hmm. and I think that that kind of does show that Shay as a... Is that a, a sheltered very sheltered yeah life. she yeah. has a super sheltered life and so it kind of makes sense that like her parents haven't let her date they haven't really let her do anything right probably you know and i think that maybe she just hasn't uh They're like upper middle class or middle class at least so, like, yeah they've, yeah they've never had her, her dad probably never came home and he was like this really racist thing happened to me at work today. Like, you know, a white man yeah. got promoted over me because yeah. he's white or something like it that. It seems like they're probably keeping it more hush-hush. Yeah. To the if they, if yeah. they're even experiencing it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's interesting. I thought that was interesting that they, like, chose... Because it also shows, like, hey, just because you're a person of color doesn't mean that you're experiencing it or that you have experienced it. And it shows that when you see it, you might not recognize it until somebody shows it to mm-hmm. you and explains to you why it right. is. Yeah. Right. Understanding microaggressions is such a different mm-hmm. animal than yeah. like understanding like people just using slurs or right. Right. Exactly. Like, being right. obvious yeah. about it. Yeah. And I'm just wondering like, is this their first conversation about race? Like how? That's what, yeah. Is do, Are they like trying to protect her from racism by like not bringing it up? It's weird because it definitely like seems like they've never like had it. to bring yeah. it up. Before. Yeah, because it definitely he was super comfortable. He wasn't like, "Ooh, I don't want to talk about that." Mm-hmm. He like went right in on it. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is like, "Oh, y'all have never had this conversation mm-hmm. before." Period. Point blank. So, I mean, I'm wondering if they've had other conversations, but mm-hmm. this was just like something that Shay overlooked, never heard of, mm-hmm. or or if yeah, they're just not talking about it at all. Like, if we don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. But mm-hmm. he seems, like, knowledgeable enough that you'd think he was, like, imparting this wisdom more often. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It was it was a little weird. It was like, mm, what do y'all doing? I just took it as, like, he's never had to explain this to her because it's never, like, presented to itself to her where she's like, Dad, what does this mean? You know, I just think, or, like, they were out and about and they saw something that he needed to explain to her. Mm. I just think he's never had to. And now he's like, oh, yeah, let me explain this to you real quick. Right. Because I realize you don't know this. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people can be sheltered in all aspects of their lives by their parents until right. it has to present itself. Yeah. I mean, in honestly, like in thinking of like other forms of oppression, I can think back to when like I was pretty ignorant and I had like sexist microaggressions going on left and right and even really overt sexism going on left and right mm-hmm. and not understanding that it was sexist until I like started hearing about feminism and researching Mm -hmm. 
And so there was tons of things that just flew over my head that I, or I accepted as normal or I thought, well, that girl deserves to be, I don't know, called like a slut or a bitch or something like that. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're like surrounded by like this indoctrination, it's, it can be hard to see the truth. Yeah. You don't know that, you don't know that it's wrong. Yeah. Right. Because even it's like Shay's one friend of color, Lola, mm-hmm. clearly isn't helping. It's like, mm. <laughs> not doing great. No. She's not doing great this episode. Okay. She had a bad episode. All right? I know. It's like half the time I feel like Lola is exhibiting more fucking white privilege than, than anyone in the entire yeah. class. Like, Lola, what are you doing? Listen, as a pale Latinx person, I really <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I forget. Oh, good. You, we had a conversation last week because I couldn't remember if I didn't. Uh, she's Argentinian. That makes her Latinx, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think I referred to as Hispanic, but that's not correct. It's Hispanic. Hispanic is a uh, Spanish speaking country. Okay. Oh. Okay. So any country that speaks Spanish is a Hispanic country or you're a Hispanic person. Okay. So you're then- not. When people. When I get mad is when people are like, you're Spanish, right? I'm like, no. Being Spanish just means that you're from Spain. Mm-hmm. Like, right. 100%. Latin America is anything that's Mexico and below. Mm-hmm. So, like, Colombians don't speak Spanish. Yes, they do. Okay, no, wait. Um, what am I thinking of? Brazilians. Brazilians, because yeah. they speak Portuguese. So, they would a be. A lot of them. They would be Latinx. understand it very well. Because it's, it's, they're similar. They're not. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. not super different. But no, they speak Portuguese, but they're still. They're not a Hispanic country, but they are a Latin. They are country. Latinx, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, for sure. Because <sighs> I fuck it up all the time. Trust me. <laughs> We're at Maya's house once again, and she is working on her project that she precariously placed on books for some reason. <laughs> like that's, I think that's the thing I note when Zig fucks it up, and I'm like, why did you have it like that? I, anyways, honestly, her project looked like a piece of. It shit. looked like a piece of shit. It for looked sure. like something Maya would do. No, <laughs> it looked like something I would have done. My, my yeah. fucking poster boards were awful. Really? Like, oh yeah. Oh no. yeah. We talked about. This. Yeah, my poster boards when I was a kid, they not only like if I put tape on it, there was always hair under the tape, always. <laughs> and if I was using a glue stick, it was always like a dirty thumbprint somewhere, somewhere on the poster. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd I'd like draw it in marker and then accidentally smudge something mm-hmm. like I ne- like and I would always go to school and I'd be like, oh, look at fucking Laura Mayo's poster. Like, you know what? And honestly, though, fucking full well, her mom probably did that project for her. Like, <laughs> I, like if I'm being serious, my my poster boards were always done by me and they looked like shit. <laughs> but like, I was always jealous of the other kids because like, oh, man. And it's like, no, nah, their parents probably helped them. Yeah. And my mom was like, I'll help you on this commercial for uh, who wants to be a millionaire. I'll get back to you. And you're like, nah. I got to do this now, mom. I got to do this now. But the other thing is, I'm like, she didn't lie. She didn't have to do her homework. She did. No, she was doing yeah. like, it, yeah, she like he didn't get there. And she, she was did. obviously throwing it together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was. Uh, yeah. They assigned that to her like a month in advance. Yo, and she's yeah. like, oh, fuck, it's oh, tomorrow. I've been trying to be a pop star. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, Zig is knocking on her window as per usual. Um, and he comes in super hyped because of Lola <laughs> and starts blaming Maya immediately for him cheating, all while stepping on her project and breaking <laughs> it in half. He's trying to fix things, but he's just making it worse. Oh. What a good metaphor that was. <laughs> mm, well, I mean, I, that's what that's what Maya said. It, I know, but it was oh, about the oh. relationship. No, see, I thought we were complimenting me again. I, I heard <laughs> no, it and I went, I, I, know. I, I didn't. Please, no, I know. Please. I know. I, I know you didn't say it. I didn't come up with that. That no, was all I know. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really good. I'm like, but also it's again just proving his stupidity that he comes in like a fucking bull in a china shop. <laughs> that and is Zig in steps general. Steps on her poster board. He is a bull in china shop. Any room he enters. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Any relationship he's in, he's the bull. The relationship's a china shop. Yeah, it's a it's a hole to do. Yep. 
Yep, not great. And I was like, you know what, dude? Come on. How could you have thought coming in hot like that was going to get you anywhere? <laughs> on a school night. She had a project to do. Yeah, These I, kids are just out and about like nobody's business on a school night. Like I wonder if he thought like he was going to run in there guns blazing and, and get like, like some hot, right. hot makeup sex yeah, or something. Exactly. Like what did he think? He's going to rile her up and she's going to take her top off? He does yeah. bring up the Ten Commandments and I think that he thought he had a slam dunk with that. But Yeah, he thought he, he probably thinks they're like written on a stone tablet along with the other ones. <laughs> Right. Is that they're right next to each other, right? Right. They're in the Bible, Maya. Maya. So we're back to the hospital and Hunter is lying in bed, flashing back to all of these horrible things that he's done to the love his loved ones. And the next day, he's finally ready to talk to his therapist. He compares his problems to the story of Sisyphus and says that every time he gets his boulder to the top of the hill, it rolls back down and crushes him. The therapist assures him that everyone has their own boulders and that she can help him think of ways to make the boulder smaller and better ways to get the boulder up the hill. With this breakthrough, he's allowed to write a letter to Yael. <laughs> that was a good scene. That was a good metaphor, too. It was cute. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I didn't come up with it. but <laughs> I, was I was like, you didn't write that episode? I actually wrote Sisyphus. <laughs> you wrote that entire... I did. You, you, you're huge into Greek mythology. I am. I I'm, I'm, I wanted to name the character Syphilis, but my, when it was I was already writing, taken. But when I was writing it in my phone, I like, autocorrected to Sisyphus. And I didn't know like, why. Whatever. And I was like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> but I wrote it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love that all he, all he did was, was like... Admit like it was just admitting, yeah, mm-hmm. admitting that he was in fact angry, and they were like, "Well, this is great. You can. <laughs> hey, it's a step forward. You can talk to your friend that you pushed, <laughs> and that you're obsessively drawing." And <laughs> yeah, right. Honestly, she should have been like, "Let's focus on that anger a little bit later. What's right? this obsession you got mm. over here, bro?" <laughs> I think for her sake, you know, I, I wish you would have seen him like write the letter, hand it to his therapist and she's like reading it and like, oh boy. And then like throwing it in the trash. <laughs> like, um, Hunter, did you masturbate onto this letter? And he's like, uh-huh. Oh, she's God. like, she's not getting this letter anytime no, soon. No, no. Let's try again, Hunter. Let's try try again. again. He punches a hole through the letter. <laughs> he would give this to her. <laughs> I I actually uh, added a little plaster inside the envelope uh, yeah, so that she yeah. could know that I punched a wall in her name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyways. Oh, I wish he would punch a wall at the hospital. That would that's, what a, that's what a white kid would do. Well, he knows he's too scrawny to do anything. <laughs> that's, I know. He broke his mirror because he knew it would be easier to punch a mirror yeah, than it would yeah. be to punch a wall. He would punch the wall and like break his hand. Yeah. I had a friend that did that once. Mm, me too. Yeah, it was actually the boy that Anna, um, who was on a, uh, featured on our podcast last season, uh, the boy she lost her virginity to, when she didn't end up liking him back, um, he punched a wall and uh, <laughs> he, he didn't know it was like, it was a like part of the wall that had the, uh, the what stud. Do you, the stud. Oh. He accidentally punched the stud Oof. and uh, he broke oh his hand. God. So. Yeah. Lesson learned. I think my, my brother has done that before, hurt his hand, punched yeah. a hole in the wall. Boys, 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 if you're going to punch a wall, get a stud finder. <laughs> Take a breath. Get Use a stud, stud finder. finder. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Back to my regular scheduled anger. <laughs> what was weird, though, I think he always used to punch his door. Oh, well, that's what I mean. My brother did. Yeah. He definitely. He like, well, yeah, because half of his... His closet was like a, a half country western door because he punched, <laughs> it was like a saloon because he punched his closet door so many times that the upper half of the door was just gone. Oh my god! And I hope afterwards it was always like every time he opened it, like. <laughs> 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 
I bet I could have cured his depression if I just made that joke every time he opened his closet mm-hmm. <laughs> and just threw a tumbleweed through his window. <laughs> Uh, that's how you cure it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So we're in front of the school again, and Zig waits for Maya with, honestly, a better looking map than the shit Maya yes. has walking up. It was stunning. Like, oh, God, what a beautiful poster board. And her just, like, look <laughs> fucking glued together. Like, she, honestly, if I were Maya, I would have been like, you know what? We're not getting married together, but let me let me get this project. But you owe me this. Yes. You owe like, me this much, yeah, yeah, I'm taking it. Let me take off my little fucking glued on flags. Plaster, and I'm going to put it on here. But, God, that was a gorgeous poster he made. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ugh, compared to her, he's a shit. Anyways. What if he's, like, a... Uh, like a geography savant. <laughs> That's the only way he's smart. <laughs> yeah. Like in every other thing, he can't do it right. But geography, he's like, I got this. Um, I hope that it's actually that he like printed out the map, but like he accidentally somehow reversed it and it was like the everything's map. Backwards. Everything's backwards. And he fucks it up. And she turns it in and they're like, ah. Uh, <laughs> great presentation though. Yeah, right. It Look, looks great. Artwork looks great, but it's backwards. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he apologizes for what he said the night before and for breaking her project. Zig thought they were going to work it out, but Maya admits that things just don't feel the same uh, when, things just didn't feel the same when they kissed. And while she tells him that it's just too hard to work it out and that she's not ready, she also leaves him dangling with a anything's oh possible. I was like, girl, what are you doing? Maya. Maya, no. <laughs> no. Like you don't, ugh, you don't want to date him. Just, just, you already told him the hard truths. Is she going to be one of those like, I don't want to date you, but I don't want you to date anybody else mm. types. Like, That's definitely what it seems like. Ugh. So at the hospital again, Miles enters bringing Yael with him. Hunter admits to Yael that he's depressed. And, and she too is like, but you're not sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he may have a disorder called oppositional defiant disorder. Uh, he also tells her that he's sorry because he was angry and he wanted to hurt her, but that he doesn't want to hurt her or anyone else anymore. Yael isn't afraid of him, but she needs time to think about things. Hunter thanks Miles for everything and gives him a huge hug. They hug a lot. It was like a nod back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah they did hug a lot this episode. But I wrote down the symptoms of oppositional defiant disorder because it's kind of uncommon, or at least not talked about that I know mm-hmm. of. It says the symptoms are irritable mood, argumentative and defiant behavior, aggression and vindictiveness that last more than six months and cause significant problems at home. That sounds like him. It yeah. sounds like just rich white boy. That's what it sounds like. Who got told no. I yeah. think Trump has oppositional defiant oh, disorder. For sure, he does. Can we look into this? this I'm just going to send him a link to this episode. Right, but that the, if hey, that bro, just check this out. If that ain't rich white boy right. uh, syndrome, that I like got told no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's but that that's hit the nail on the head. I wonder if they. I wonder if they, like, maybe the writers or somebody, somebody had uh, experience with this or something. Mm-hmm. And it that's why be, they spun yeah. it that way. Because it's a very specific uh, disorder for them yeah. to just name. Yeah. As opposed to just picking, you know, like, bipolar or I something. I thought they that's were just going to be like, I have depression and anger issues. That's what I have. But, but no. it was so specific. I'm glad that they did. I've never heard of it either. Yeah, so I hadn't heard of it. So I believe this falls under a personality disorder, which is okay. different than oh, mental okay. illness. Mm. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Like borderline personality disorder? For, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, my brother, he, you know, self-diagnosed himself with borderline personality disorder. I'm not saying that he doesn't have that, um, but I think a lot of a lot of what his issues are is that our parents never ever 
disciplined us in any way mm-hmm. and so it's like you see he has such a problem with authority right and it's like yeah i mean i mean i too have a problem with authority but it's in a completely different way than him like i'm i don't lash out i'm like i'm you told me no i'm gonna cry because <laughs> i just don't know how to deal with it like right. you know like, like once i calm down i'm like okay I'm like I, I accept it but like but yeah it's i remember when i was a kid and like once in a blue moon it would be something like i'd ask a teacher if i could go to the bathroom and she'd be like no not right now mm-hmm. and i would literally go back to my desk and cry oh. and not not like and i was never like n- making a show of it but i yeah. would sit there and be like trying to wipe the tears really like quietly and not noticeably um but it was because i just didn't know how to hear the word no right because our parents just never ever said it like mm-hmm. even if it wasn't even if it was something like my that they weren't gonna do, like I remember being like, "Mom, can we go to the Spice Girl concert?" And she'd be like, "Sure," even though in her mind she was not gonna go fucking buy those tickets. But she knows um, she says, "Yeah," you'll be like, "Cool," exactly. And then, like you'll think about something exactly. else. Yeah. Exactly. She wouldn't. She would never outwardly say no, but she would say yes and just not fulfill. Yeah. Right. So I could do. I could do a yes and no fulfillment, but if you told me no, I'd be like, Mwah. "Yeah," from jump. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're such blessings, the gear kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are in the gym. At volleyball practice, and Frankie and Lola are continuing their misguided views, oh, talking about how what's wrong with being a monkey because monkeys are cute. Oh, and if I was rich, I'd have a monkey. I'd train him to get me snacks. Lola, no, <laughs> oh, like a slave, Lola. Mm. Oh God. Mm, yeah, not good. Anyways. Uh, Frankie comes to the amazing realization that the problem is probably that she's just not very good at art and everything would have been fine if she had just paid attention in art class. Ridiculous. Which, I mean, I gotta say, the drawing is not the problem. No. Like, they did that artistically. uh, It was a good drawing. Yeah. You know, like, it, Surprise! Like considering the fact that you're like everybody was drawing a different animal, it looks like one person it drew lo- it. Yeah, they all like continuity wise, th- that team was on. They were on there. Yeah, yeah, they were synced up for yeah. sure. They definitely could all get their periods at the same mm-hmm. time because they were in line. Um, so no, I'm gonna go ahead and say that the artwork itself was not the issue. No, you dumb bitch. Um, They're just not taking it seriously no, at exactly. all. Exactly. Uh, so Shay approaches and Frankie asks if she saved the rest of the season because if she did, ice cream, um, <laughs> you know, because that's what you get when you get people out of racist accusations. Oh, yeah, I forgot about you that. get all the Sundays. Uh, Shay tells Frankie the hard truth that they want the monkey drawer specifically to quit the team. Frankie's confused because she thought Shay was going to explain to Kara that it wasn't racist. <laughs> um, that's how things work, right? Except Shay now realizes that it was racist and that if she doesn't quit, it's going to seem like they're all okay with it and that Shay in particular is not okay with it. Mm-hmm. Frankie made a huge mistake and it's not Shay's job to fix it. Fuck yeah, Shay. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that for me, I was like. That was a journey. Oh, so happy for <laughs> yeah. Shay. Because that that's the fucking truth right there. Like, you're the one that fucked. Like, reg- even if this wasn't racism, mm-hmm. even if it was like you cheated off of Shay's test, like, right. you're the one who made the mistake and you need to fix it. And mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with Shay. She right. wasn't involved in the coming up with it. She didn't do it. She didn't know it was happening. Like, you. I wish that Frankie could see that. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of the racism, you're the one who did this. Right. Yeah. Stop sending people to fight your battles. 
Mm-hmm. This is like a classic case of, I can't be racist. I have black friends. <laughs> yep. But it's also like you are being low-key racist just in the sense that you're making Shay deal with right. it. Like, right. Like, why are you making the black girl talk to the other black girl? Like, yeah. Lola's right there. You can't send Lola to go do it. If you if, it, if the thing is that you don't want to face up to it, mm-hmm. you got other friends, other people on the team, you could tell to go talk to this mm-hmm. girl. Why are you sending Shay? Why are you sending the black girl to talk to the yep. other black girl? to? Why do you specifically, if it's not racist, why do you specifically need the black person to say it's not mm-hmm. racist? Like, It's again that that tendency of people who like are invested in their bigotry or like, yeah. you know, trying to be ignorant, like they don't want to examine that stuff. Yeah. Like it's so common for them to look for the single black person who will say, that's not racist. The single, then, you know, they'll they're look. they're like, boom. Jackpot. Uh, yeah, right. absolves them of their guilt. I'm done. I'm not racist right. anymore. Like, yeah. There's a post that I feel like I often see circulating on Facebook every now and again. It comes back. That's like, uh, if your if you're like friends of color aren't talking to you about racism, mm-hmm. then they're not really your friends. Like, right. if they're not complaining about white people to you, mm-hmm. then like they don't mm-hmm. they don't trust you. Is they what they want to hear your opinion because they know it's not going to align. Exactly, with and it's like those aren't really your friends right. because you're yeah, not. I never thought about that. Yeah, and like that's the thing is like I mean we like look I'm not perfect. Emilio knows I'm not perfect. I've fucked up. I've mm-hmm. fucked up plenty of times. Yeah, but like I you know, now I'm at a place in my life where I know that, like, it's not about arguing. Like, yeah. if you do something racist, it is not about arguing and trying to explain why it is you did what you did. It's about shutting up and listening to what the person of color is telling you right. so that you can fix it in the future. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's changing the behavior. It's not explaining away why you did it it's it's taking the information and going like oh no i fucked up yeah and i'm gonna try my damnedest to never ever do this again right which is hopefully what happens to frankie but right like your intent can only go so far like your intent doesn't sometimes it's like okay i get it you were just ignorant whatever Mm -hmm. but like when you really hurt somebody like the intent is just irrelevant like yeah it's like if you accidentally hit somebody with your car you still go to jail for you know manslaughter like just because you didn't mean to do it Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you didn't do it right but like the other element of like not talking to your white friends has to do with like safety yeah because at a at a like moments switch you just go off like Mm -hmm. you can see people who aren't open to hearing that they've done something like that will just totally go off on them and potentially become dangerous and it's like yeah but that says something that's saying like if your friends they don't trust you to accept that information then like clearly they don't they don't trust you as a real friend mm-hmm. you know because yeah, for sure and also they're looking at, they again the safety thing they could also just be looking out for their own safety mm-hmm. when they're around you or your family where they're like if they feel like this is an unsafe spot for me to talk about this i'm just not gonna say it mm-hmm. then that's totally valid on their end to not say anything mm-hmm. because right. you have to take care of yourself like and there's also just like i came out here to have a good time yeah. right yeah like you're you're, you're doing yeah. something shitty but like i'm gonna just ignore it for now so that i can enjoy my night yeah like, exactly mm-hmm. i've been in that situation mm-hmm. yeah. so many times yeah <laughs> where i'm like i just i can't i don't want to have an argument tonight about right. politics or racism or mm-hmm. even though i'm deep down i'm like you should say something right now but then yeah it's like, i think like if it affects you personally that it's not like 
your responsibility. I feel like it's the responsibility of other people mm-hmm. yeah. to put their to say something. Yeah. Like, right. If it affects you, like you got to go with how you're feeling and how you're reacting and how safe you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely like it's our responsibility as white people to challenge our own racism. Mm-hmm. It's not a person of color's job to tell me anything. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I love so much about Shay saying is this not my job to fix this. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, right. and it's like, is this not? And if you don't understand why it's racist, Frankie, it's not up to me to explain it to you. That's something right. that you need to be listening. Like yeah. what you were saying, it's like, just shut up and listen and get on the Google. Yeah, exactly. Get on the Google and look that shit up. Google like, is or free. it's like, maybe if you would have gone and met with Kara, is it Kara or Kara? Kara. Kara. If you would have met with Kara, she would have explained to you why she's upset. Mm-hmm. But you're yeah, too much of a coward. Uh, it's Goldie who's like, wow, that really looks like her. And then you're like, wait, Goldie, Goldie. what the fuck? <laughs> Goldie, what the fuck? I'm just like, I feel like Goldie would be an intersectional feminist. Like, you would think, like, yeah. Yeah. But, but she might not realize it either because it doesn't affect her. No, mm-hmm. yeah, she wouldn't know probably right. the history behind it. Yeah, yeah. if they were like, yeah. we're going to draw this one as a terrorist, she might be like, hey, Whoa. wait <laughs> yeah. a minute. Right. I'm My flags are going off for that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she... That's the thing is like the point of this is like Shay didn't even know that it was a racist mm-hmm. thing. Frankie obviously doesn't need to know either, but if Frankie would have just gone to the meeting or yeah. met with the girl who's mm-hmm. actually mad about it, mm-hmm. instead of sending her black friend to do it, she could learn something. Right. Mm-hmm. I My theme was facing hard truths. Mm-hmm. Maya doesn't want you back, Zig. <laughs> Hunter, you need therapy because your actions aren't healthy. Frankie, you did something racist and you have to own that and fix it yourself. Mm-hmm. Hard truths. There you go. Hard turns. Hard turns. Turned up. Yeah, how this means turned. How this. I truly is that what it is? Turned up. Turned up. T U R N T. I mean, Hunter turns up when he like throws all the tables around. Yeah, that was that's turned. like the only turnt part. Well, of the I thought Zig got turned up by Lola when he went in there True. guns blazing. Yeah. I don't know. But, I just uh, think they were like, what's a fun hashtag? Because we don't got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag racism is too on the nose. They could have done like Black Lives Matter or mm. something like that. Or um, check yourself. Well, the next one is called check your privilege, I think. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. So I am excited to see how Frankie completely goes down in flames next week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> double down, girl. Double down. The demise of Frankie. <laughs> I do like a good doubling down. Whether they're oh my wrong, God. wrong, wrong or not. <laughs> it's mm. always entertaining. <laughs> it's always... That's why I like those reality shows. I'm like, yes, double down. Oh my down. God, yes. <laughs> you know what I... I mean, I'm sure they didn't do this on purpose, but it's almost kind of ironic that like in that first episode when they pranked Degrassi... Uh, Frankie showed her ass, and <laughs> here she is again showing her ass. Like, and you know what I mean? Metaphorically. What and oh, in the first episode of the season, the reason why they were pranking Northern Tech mm-hmm. back is because Northern Tech uh, stole all their clothes and then pulled the fire alarm. Oh, and they'd all, right. they'd yeah, all come that. out of the yeah, shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for some reason, uh, Frankie closes the door and gets her towel. And Lola's like, oh my god, your butt! And so, of course, everyone's like, what? Because Lola's nothing but not chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did show her ass and showed her ass again. Mm-hmm. She showed her ass to her brother, apparently. I think, least, was, I think it was more titties, but... No, it was just tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other white. It's hard to... You, it's really... I mean, unless you're doing side angle, it's not... Yeah. It's really hard to show both boobs and butt. Although, 
in a mirror, but that's not what she was like. Yeah. If you were sitting on the mirror, yeah, I'm trying to think of like how do I do it when I sell my nudes to make money for uh, the to your brother? Spirit Squad? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that white. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody, for listening to our hardcore at least seven listeners out there. What's up, guys? Um, join us next week when we will be talking about season two, episode three, hashtag check your privilege. Oh, and thanks for being on, Emilio. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Do you want to plug any social media or anything again? Um, no. <laughs> All right, perfect. <laughs> Not today. I'm good. <laughs> he doesn't want people coming for him. At Carly Rage Jepson. Yep, there we go. On Twitter, and that's about it. That's all he's got. All right. Thanks for listening. In the words of my dad, mm, bye. (laughs) Remember that. (laughs) And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack. And Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening.